Hello and welcome to My Side of the Street with Marie Hanneman. That's me. Today I'll be sharing my journey of healing both past and present so that you know you are not alone. Many times I have felt and still often feel helpless. And then somehow I discover another way and find the courage within to take some new action which consequently helps me step into healthier ways of being. And that's what we will be discussing today. Hello and welcome back to My Side of the Street with Marie Hanneman. Today, I have what I consider to be a very special guest. Her name is Kathleen Crotty. I call her Kath. She's my sister. Hello, Kath. Hello, hello, hello. So before we begin to discuss present day and our lives present day, I think we should set it up for them, for the audience, so that they have an idea of what it was like or what it wasn't like with us growing up. Okay. So you are 12 years older than I am. Yes, I am. Being 12 years older than I am, about what age did you leave the home? I was probably 20 when I left for college. I did two years of junior college, uh, still living at home before I went away. Okay. So that would have made me eight years old when you left the house. Yes. So audience, picture that. Um, Kath is number three in the line of seven. So there was two, an older brother and an older sister older yes. than you. Yes. And you are 12 years older than me. And we have three siblings in between you and I. Yes. Kath was off as an adult in college and I was eight. That's pretty young. And it's not like we really grew up being sisters really in the house. Exactly. Exactly. I was certainly your babysitter. Oh, yes. I do recall that. (laughs) (laughs) But we, but I was definitely much older than you. Yeah. You were at that time very young. Yes. Very young. I remember few things about you babysitting. I remember you more. (laughs) I remember you honestly more as, as someone who was in San Diego or you took a trip to Europe or you we're dating this guy or, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. It, it yeah. wasn't like I remember us as what people would think sisters are, I would say. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And not only that, I've always lived in Southern California until very recently. And what mm-hmm. year about did you move out of Southern California? I believe that it was 93 or 94. Okay. So I graduated high school in 1990. So literally within just a few years of me graduating high school, you were no longer a California resident. Right. And at that point, I was had been married probably six or seven years. I had four children. Yeah, you got so, married when I was in eighth grade. Yes. So yeah. I had my own life going on. Yes. And you moved to Texas. Yes. Which is not close to California. Not at all. Yeah. That's right. So the relationship that we had, I would say after you, I I remember babysitting your kids Yes, (laughs) and your two oldest were actually in my wedding, Mm -hmm. but I would say after you left California, most of our relationship was either phone call based Mm -hmm. or in those brief moments when maybe someone was getting married in the family, Right. but which really didn't happen much after that because- I think because you were the youngest. Yeah. And I got married in 91. Mike got married, I think, in 93. Mm-hmm. And he was the last one to get married. So really, there wasn't a lot of draw 
back right. to California for you. Right. I would say several years into my marriage, probably like, I think my kids were maybe like eight and six or eight and five, eight and four, maybe even something like that. We came and visited you in Texas. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. And seriously considered coming and living there. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. I, I liked that. And it, I felt like we always got along really well. It wasn't like I ever felt estranged from you or like we didn't know each other. No, it was one of those relationships where you cannot see each other yes. for a long time. And then you get back together again. And, and it's, it's like nothing. Like no time. Is yes. Left. I totally, yes. I agree with that. Which is really Com- interesting considering. Our... That we're 12 years apart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that. It, it seems like it would not be that way. And I have older siblings that it was a little more awkward for me with. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely, I would say with you, when we get on the phone, when we actually had time to chat, and usually it was me calling you because you're not a big phone call person. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but if that happened to happen, it was like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What are the kids doing? You know, it was right. really, it was a joyous catch up, I yeah. would say. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. And honestly, I really enjoyed your husband a lot. Like, I love Joe. I would listen to him for hours about all kinds of things because he liked to talk. Oh, yes, he did. Yes. And, and if you liked listening, that was even better. Oh, I think that might be why, he, <laughs> why we got along so well because I just was fascinated by all the things he knew. Oh, yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, he yes. was. And then later on in my 30s, I was actually going to college online and I was in a statistics course. And if anybody knows anything about statistics, it's a whole nother language. Mm. It is not, oh, I'm going to go learn this. And they're speaking my language in that class. It's not, it's a Mm -hmm. completely foreign language in, in that course. And I could not find anyone anyone who knew anything about statistics everybody I asked was like oh yeah I barely made it out of that class and for some <laughs> reason I thought well Joe's smart I'll call Joe this is so this is a five-week course I'm in the fifth week and I have not handed in a single assignment <laughs> oh my god this is Friday <laughs> I called him I got a hold of him finally on a Friday afternoon Saturday night my course ended oh my god yes. So I said, well, Joe, have you ever taken statistics? Because <laughs> I've, I've never taken a statistics course. And I'm like, oh, my God, you were my last hope. He's like, well, why are you asking me this? And so I explained to him about my statistics course, how I'm struggling. It's I'm almost I'm going to fail for sure. I mean, I had a total zero in the class. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, Marie, I've never taken a statistics course, but I use statistics every day in my life. Yeah, he was an electrical or mechanical, not electrical, mechanical engineer. Which is what my son is now, which Uh is so interesting. Yeah, Yeah. and I have to say, I think engineers know a little bit about everything. They do. I agree with that. And he also was big in investing. Yes. Which he used statistics in in the stock market, which I thought was really interesting. Uh So he spent about an hour and a half on the phone with me that afternoon. And then he said, okay, send me over one of your assignments. Send me over how you think you solved it. 
And tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, so my class is ending at midnight. <laughs> he goes, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, let's meet on the phone again. And this is before video conferencing, okay? Yeah. This yeah. was way before video conferencing. <laughs> so this is, I'm trying to understand him over the phone. Anyway, the next day he taught me, he said, I did it right. And he said, now just follow these patterns. And I ended up getting an A in that class. It was the only A I ever got in college. That's just amazing. I know. I did. You must have had a very forgiving teacher. <laughs> well, they didn't mind that I handed in everything. Like, not everything was late, but four out of five assignments were late. Yeah. But I got it all in before midnight. I got an A. It was very exciting. <laughs> anyway, I think it helped that, that I... The beginnings of Joe being a teacher. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> but I think that our relationship was helped by the fact that I enjoyed your husband and that we got along well. And, yes. you know, oh, absolutely. Because that makes a big difference, I think. Yeah. Anyway, what year did Joe get sick? Did he first find out he had cancer? Um, it was, well, and that means I have to do a little math. It was either spring of 2016. Okay. I'm pretty sure because he passed in November, November of 2017. 2017. Right. Yeah. And it was about 18 months. So that was, that would have been right. That happened in, in late fall of 2017. Yeah. Then about a year and a half later, I got sober and you were along with many of other members of our family, very supportive of me during that time uh our lives kind of got to the point where i didn't really know where i was going to live because i had gone back to pennsylvania for treatment and you ha you had your son uh mark here yeah. your youngest yeah. but but he was an adult independent and i was also in school online mm -hmm. and i remember you said it was like winter almost january ish and you said would you be interested in living with me well, I think the situation was that you had come back from Pennsylvania and you were living with mom and dad. Yes, I was. And you were sleeping on the couch. Yes. And had no privacy. Right. Back in your parents' house. Right. Uh, with all not, that that entails. <laughs> yeah, not a, a situation that was conducive to recovery. Yes. And I wanted a roommate. Yeah. I didn't want to live alone. I knew that my son was moving out. And so it just seemed like such a perfect solution for both of us. Yes. And for those of us, or those of you who are listening, the house is pretty big. Yes. So, And it's in Boise, Idaho. And I was yes. in Southern California. And I had never moved out of Southern California. Right. Ever. Yeah. In my life. Mm -hmm. So, and one of the things I struggled with in my recovery in getting sober was my familial ties also. Mm -hmm. So making that jump, like saying, okay, yeah, I'll move to another state was very scary to me. But the thought of doing it while I was still in school, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll come while I'm still in school and then let's feel it out. See how we do, you know? Yeah. Right. And then that's what I was thinking. Too. Yeah. You know? See how you, it goes. you need a place for now. Yeah. You come and, and stay and, and we'll just see how this works. Yeah. And the house is big enough that we both have our privacy. Right. And so, you have your own life. Yeah. I have my own life. Exactly. And honestly, I, I was so excited at one point when you said, so I was kind of thinking that this is really working out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
<laughs> because it is um, something about you as well that is different than many people in our family or from what I grew up with. Um, you definitely, alcohol was not, it was not, it wasn't a taboo, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge part of your life at all. No. Like it was like the rarest thing for you to even have a glass of wine or something like that. And by yeah. rare, I mean like once every six months, if yeah. that, you know. Yeah. It's not something that I do on a regular basis. It's And never had. It wasn't right. like you had it's to like, even think about it. You know, we'll have some wine over the on the holidays. Right. Or, or if I have people over for dinner. Right. Have some wine. Which, other than that, not at all. For me, was huge. Because mm -hmm. at this point in my recovery, I was still, every house I walked in, I knew exactly where all the alcohol was. Mm -hmm. Because it's the first thing my eyes noticed in the refrigerator and on the shelves. Yeah. Every time I went to the grocery store, sometimes I would have to leave without buying my groceries because I eyed the liquor department. And mm -hmm. so I'd have to get on the phone with someone and say, stay on the phone with me till I get home. Because... I don't want to obsess over that. I'm trying to change yeah. my thinking. So that was huge to have a safe haven. Because even mom and dad, dad had quit drinking when I quit drinking. Isn't that wonderful? It is. It's yeah. such a special thing. And yes. he didn't even tell me. He just did it. And then that was just incredible. But <laughs> that's a side note. Yeah. So he, so there wasn't like there was alcohol in the house, but my, my brother, our brother, John lived there. Mm -hmm. They also have friends that come over and play cards. So occasionally they'd have a glass of wine for them. Plus, well, and we were just there. Yeah. And there's a bottle of wine sitting on the yes. counter. Yeah. I don't know how old it is. I'm sure it's old, but. But it's sitting but on it's the there. counter and right. it's been there for ever. Yeah. And John would feel bad because he would get a gift from someone and he's mm -hmm. like, Marie, do you want me to keep it in my classroom? Do you want me to keep yeah. it in my car? You know, because he knew I noticed them. Yeah. And I said, no, you know, I didn't want that. And it, because I wanted to be able to know that I could handle that also. But it was a huge relief and a a real sanctuary to come into this home and be able to be safe. You are excellent in your ability to love someone without expectations. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah, seriously, you oh, honey, excel at that. You are easy to love. <laughs> Thank you. When you're not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I will say. With that caveat. That, yeah. There was a cupboard that had alcohol in it. Because occasionally Maggie would make a cake and, and, and they she have, yeah, rum you know, or whatever, yeah, Kahlua or something, and yeah. and she'd use maybe a half a cup, and and then the bottle would sit there, yeah. So I went through and threw all that. I went through the cupboard and just got got rid of it all because I knew, first of all, there was nobody drinking it. <laughs> there was no reason for it to be. Excuse me. In the first place, it's, it's not just, like it was. It was there was just a purpose accumulated for it. over time. Yeah. And, uh, but I did think, yeah, I'll just get rid of this. We don't, we don't need this. <laughs> we don't need that. No. <laughs> but honestly, like, you know, people say, oh, I, I don't expect anything from you. It's great. Come live with me. You know, I, I can see that being said by other individuals, anybody, and then it, it, it becoming frictionous. And 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 that you have to be careful or do I need to walk on eggshells because I'm in your home, mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. And your ability to love without expectations is is phenomenal. Well, my thought 
was, you're not a guest in my home. You are living here. This is your home. You need to feel like it's your home. And if I'm putting all kinds of restrictions on you, then you're not going to feel that way. Yeah. And that was really important to me that if you are going to move in here, I can't be territorial. (laughs) (laughs) And there's some, and there's plenty of room that I, I don't need to dictate what happens Right. In every corner of this house. Well, I hope you just take this moment to soak it in to know that I recognize that, that it was huge. It's It was a huge gift to me in my healing also, because I really feel like as as much as we love our parents and all of that, I, as a child, from a very young age, I always felt like I was walking on eggshells, like I was going to get in trouble at any given moment. And I didn't know when or how or why even sometimes. Sure. So it's even taken me, I mean, I've been here a year and a half now, mm-hmm. intermittently, because I've been going back to California to handle some things. But even now, I have to stop myself from thinking that you're going to get mad at me about something. Oh, my God. I'm serious. <laughs> I have to say, Marie, that's not who you're living with. That's not who Kath is, you know, and and take a deep breath and be okay yeah. with whoever I am. Well, and whenever anything has come up, which has really been pretty minimal. Yeah. Yeah. We just talk about it. Yes. We just talk about it. And, you know, it it works itself out. You know, in the beginning, when you'd say, when you'd say, okay, I want to talk to you about something, my whole body (laughs) used to just tense up and my stomach would be in my throat and I would be like all paranoid. And then you'd say something like, I was thinking maybe we should get this channel on the TV or, you know, like something really mellow. And I'm like, oh, and, you know, you don't realize how how you spend your life holding your breath, thinking the other shoe's yes. going to drop. You don't notice that until you get the opportunity to not ever have that happen. And that is not a way to live. No, it's not. No. It's not. And and whether it was my surroundings or my own soul who put that on myself, I was always like that. Mm. Always. I was always wondering if I was going to get in trouble for my husband, <laughs> for my parents, which is crazy. I, I'm sure that even Josh, my husband, my fr- husband would have been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, like, why, yeah. it, why am I paranoid? You know, but it, it was for whatever reason, that was my mindset. And it has helped me shift so much being here. So thank oh, you. I am pleased that that makes me happy. It really truly does. Yay. Yeah. I think it would be really fun to talk about some of the differences in our personalities now. <laughs> The fact that you have purple hair. Yes. And, I, and uh, mine is natural. Uh, I did color it for a while. Yeah. And and actually, I had a little, little, reddish, little, pur- a little reddish purple in you there. You had purple in there last I, year. I, yeah. Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> yeah. But, but now, now, now I'm au natural. But not even just I'm physically, natural. like our natural inclinations are, yes. are almost opposite. I believe you are correct. Yeah. Yes. Like you're a, a a steady progressive throughout the day, getting 
your stuff done and then you go to bed at night and then you know like that's that's you. And I have you know I have things that I do yeah I have my, my every day that you yeah, do yeah and you and you eat at a certain time and I eat well yes I mean, there's I, another it's really thing. important to me to eat well right to exercise yes you know all those things that you don't like. But to that, do. my favorite things. <laughs> and and my energy, the way I function, is kind of like bursts and then back and then bursts and then yeah. back and 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 so it's not exactly similar. But and your your natural but you get stuff. Done. I do. Yeah, and you just do it differently than I. Right. Do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and it's funny because we just planned a party for mm-hmm. our mom's 90th birthday and our parents' 65th anniversary. And Kath and I were, along with our sister, Terry, for the most part, and the main yes. organizers. Yes. And we had, we had lots of help. We did. We had a ton of help, we which were, was great. We were in charge. Yeah. And, and what <laughs> much, was... Much to our surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But <laughs> what was cool about it is, as we, even as the weeks were coming up to the party, mm-hmm. you were really focused on like these things i was really focused on other things yeah. when we talk about it it would be like tag team okay yeah great well, i'm so glad you're doing that because i didn't think of that right you know right and even down to the weekend when it was happening yeah even during the party, party yeah as, as things were unfolding it's like it was marie's taking care of this right. part i'm over here and we and barely even just, spoke about it. It just happened. Yes. It just happened. And I think what's really cool about living together is that now we really trust that yes. more. Uh-huh. So we kind oh, of absolutely. understand. So it was really awesome. It was yes. like watching, you know, the yeah. everything come full circle kind of, yeah. which I really enjoyed that. And I, I love the rest of the family seeing yeah. that interaction and yeah. how well it, we it came together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because they're not here watching us. That's day. true. That's and very true. I'm wondering, how is that? How does that work? We <laughs> are so different. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's very true. And our lives were so very different. Oh, absolutely. My life versus your yes. life. I mean, yes. we did not have parallel lives, not even in the least. Yes. Other than we were both married and had kids. Yeah. for a while but i got divorced married again you know there's it yeah. just is it, it's interesting and you know what i like about the fact that we are so different is i am learning a lot from being here with you like like i didn't eat vegetables a whole lot five years ago <laughs> even four years ago even three years ago and and i'm learning to cook them in a way that is yummy and I like them. You're doing good. I am. I'm doing so much better with my eating habits. Mm-hmm. Tremendously better. And and you, it's so natural. You were a nutritionist, nutrition well, major I, I for was, a while. For a while. I changed my major. But you times, know but a yeah. lot about how food is made, what the ingredients are, and all of that. Like, you're very conscious of all that. That was something I did not check into whatsoever for the majority of my life so to have that automatically happening is very makes my life a lot easier my healthiness is flowing smoother because it's such an automatic for you to pay attention to all that you're making a lot of changes yeah i like it a lot i am i am really pleased about that and And i think it's all part of your recovery 
Yeah, I agree. It's a process. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> Were there any surprises in me moving in with you? Gigi. Oh, we have to talk about that. Because uh -huh. I did not have a dog when I first moved in with you. I had the yes. dog, but she was living with other family members. Right. Yeah. I never in a million years thought that I would have an indoor dog or cat. Yes. And here we have. And here we have Gigi. The lovely Gigi. Yeah. Oh, about you, look how she is. She yes. wants to come up and say hi. Come on. Come on. You can do it. Good girl. <laughs> Gigi just came over to say hi to Aunt Cat. We love having Gigi here. <laughs> I never in a million years thought yeah. I would have a, a indoor pet like this. And I was, I didn't think I was ever going to get her back. I really didn't. Because our nephew and his wife were taking care of her because I was in recovery and going through all of that and couldn't have her with me. And I kind of felt like, it's like them fostering a child and then me saying, oh, I'm so glad you got really connected with my kid. Give it back. You know, like I didn't feel right about doing that. But but after many conversations, um, I found that that might be a possibility that I could have her back. Mm -hmm. And asking you was not. I, I knew it was a big ask. I knew it was. And I appreciate the fact that she's here because she's a big part of my life. I know. I it's know. making me cry thinking about the fact that I knew how important she was to you. Yeah. And I knew that this was a possibility. Yeah. And uh and really it's been a pleasure. Oh, I really love that. Is. Yeah. She's uh teaching me about animals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's lovely. She's just lovely to have around. I'm really glad that, that you enjoy the fact that she's here now. I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, and But that was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there were any other surprises. I kind of... I kind of had a feel for you. You know, honestly, I, I feel like we knew each other pretty well for not having been around yeah. in intense times a lot. You I know, had, I had hopes that your eating habits would, would change. shift. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I need you to be healthy if you're going to live here. Right. I do. I want you to be healthy. I don't want to watch you deteriorate. deteriorate. Right. I see that. I want you to have a, a happy healthy life, life. right and i see eating well and exercising as, as being part, of, part that. of that yeah and but i also understand that you know, baby steps yeah i can't expect you to be going to my workout with me yeah no so yeah cat uh, does a really intense workout pretty much five days a week and i am thrilled when i complete two 45 minute taekwondos a week so it's a little <laughs> bit of a difference but but it is. I'm shifting. Yeah. I'm. It, it's happening. And it my eating happening. habits have really shifted. I oh, think yeah. that's big. I think it's really big. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I understand that it's a process and it's going to take time. I just, I would, I need you to be healthy. I get that. I get I that. I need you to be healthy. Well, and, you know, I didn't move here to be a burden. I moved here to be a roomie. Yeah. You know, I really love that even though our approaches to things are so different, we kind of really like the same things. We do. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we're on the, the same page. Totally, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We just don't get there the same way, right? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and even with the whole food thing, if I fix something, yeah, you eat it. Yes, I do. Even if it's got a lot and of veggies. And when I cook and dinner, you have been cooking dinner. You eat it. Yeah. And I cook something that's healthy. That's I right. I really pay attention now. Just being aware is uh -huh. is a big shift. I would yeah. say because I think oh. Like, yeah, I used to think one vegetable was like, oh, I made it. Like, I did good. <laughs> and Kath eats like, you eat like, okay, can I have five vegetables with this dinner? You know, <laughs> she starts to go through withdrawals if you don't have enough vegetables. So, so when I cook you dinner or when I cook us dinner, I try yeah. to pay attention and make sure that there's plenty there. And I, I eat it. I like it. And I love coming home from work and having dinner ready to go and it's not every night and no. we don't even eat together every, every night. night right and sometimes we just don't eat and like yeah. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but it's not a big deal it's we are very accommodating of each other i agree and yeah. i think we're also very independent people we are you know yes yes and um when you're working Sometimes we don't even really see, barely see right, each other, yeah, you know, Right. but I think, I think it's enough that it, because when you're gone, like when you went to the weddings back east this summer, I felt it like it was like, oh, I'm sad, you know, and it, <laughs> it's different yeah. not having you here. So I appreciate the fact that, that we have that check-in and that, you know, Hey, hey, you know, how you doing? Yeah. You know, and all that. It's it's a it's a neat thing. I would say that one of the biggest things I have learned from you truthfully is that I am enough. I am enough exactly as I am. Yes, you are. And that I don't have to prove myself or earn anything. That you you see the value in me every day, no matter if it's a good day or a bad day. Oh, you're my sweetheart. <laughs> and and I, how, how could I put that on you and not expect you to do, to put that on me? You know, yeah. if I want to believe that I am enough, I have to believe that everyone is enough. Yeah. You are certainly enough. And you are a joy. You're fun. We do a lot of laughing. We and, do. And even you know, my bedroom is upstairs. Yeah. And Marie's bedroom is down below, and I can hear her laughing on the floor. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no wonder you survived all these years of, of abuse. <laughs> of abuse like, in your body. Yeah, because, because I laugh, laugh a lot. You yeah. laugh and you have fun, yeah. and uh, and it makes me smile. Yeah. I mean, it just makes me smile to hear you laughing all the time. I love that. Yeah, it's wonderful. Earlier this, this summer, uh, we traveled to California for our nephew's wedding, mm -hmm. our nephew, Anthony. And we spent some time with my son and his girlfriend, Skyla. Yeah. And just recently after our, our parents' party, mm -hmm. I went up and spent some time in their new apartment in Torrance, California. And Skyla was just laughing, remembering us together <laughs> and how funny we were when we were playing cards and how we interact. And she goes, Bubba, I can't imagine your mom without calf. And I can't imagine Kath without your mom. Like, well, you know, we got a little Golden Girls thing yeah. going on here. 
Yeah, we did. I love it. I love it. It's true. <laughs> but I, I thought it. that just made my heart really happy when she said that. Yeah. She said, I I just don't, I can't imagine you two without each other. You go together so perfectly. <laughs> we do. We're, we're a good pair. Yeah. It works out well. Well, oh. is there anything before we head out? from this episode and say goodbye to the audience. Anything else you can think of that is interesting or do you want to ask me any questions? Oh. <laughs> I just feel really blessed to have you here. I really and truly do. I think this is a win for both of us. It's just fun. It just makes my life full. Oh. It really does. I, I love that. Love you so much. I love that. I love that. So thank you, audience, for listening to my sister and I be best gal pals and roomies. Yeah. And uh, and here Gigi is climbing in between us on uh-huh. the on the couch here saying, Hey, I matter and I'm a part of this yeah. group. I'm here too. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all for listening. You are beautiful, each and every one of you. I invite you to be the light and love you wish to see in our world. Have a lovely day.